Welcome to Clock Choke, a grappling culture podcast by Shoiro. Gardar is a Norwegian-born artist who's been shown at some of the top modern galleries around the world. Currently working in Tokyo, we check in with him to talk about his perspective on jujitsu. So Gardar, thank you so much for jumping on the podcast, man. I really appreciate you jumping in. And uh, what, what do you got going? What are you doing today? And yeah, I'm assuming you're in Tokyo today. What, what's the day looking like, looking like for you? Yeah, it's, uh, first of all, I'm really happy to be here. Thank you. It's uh, an honor for me, as I say. <laughs> um, yeah, it's Saturday here, Saturday morning. Uh, I've been up since 6.30. Um, just getting ready to spend the day with the family, I think. Oh, that, that sounds that sounds like a an average awesome super dad day of of gardar the, yeah. the, 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 <laughs> a non-average day for a japanese dad but yeah <laughs> <laughs> not average day for a japanese dad. oh it's, it's so great so hey, gardar no, a lot of people don't know we we go we go way back and we're buddies and we hang hang a bunch but um yeah. let, let's jump straight into jump straight into jujitsu. I mean, you, um, you know, of course, a lot of people know, know of you in, in the art space and being an artist, but, um, let's go straight into the jujitsu part of it. Yeah. Like why, when, and where did you start um, training and get influenced? Yeah, I started, uh, I guess now almost nine years ago. And, uh, so I was living in Tokyo, but I was also living in New York. So I was going back and forth a lot. And then I had a friend in Tokyo. I had done some like striking and stuff in the past. And then I had a friend, Nolda, in Tokyo who used to live in New York. And when he was in New York, he was training at Marcelo's. And he kept harassing me to go with him to jiu-jitsu in Tokyo. And I wasn't really so into it because I wanted to do more striking. So finally, I kind of just went to kind of make him stop harassing me. Um, and then I just got super into it. Like immediately I liked it a lot. Well, I mean, you know, immediately after the first session, I just wanted to throw up and like lie in my bed for a week, but you know, I really liked it. So then I started to come to train here in, in, uh, Tokyo at Carpe Diem with, uh, Yuki Ishikawa. And then, um, I, uh, Quite soon after that, when I was back in New York, I was introduced to Paul. So then I started to train with Paul in New York at Marcelo's. Well, well you, you said you you, you you liked it, but you threw up. What was it about? What was it about it that you liked it? Because I don't I don't think like normal people don't like it when you throw up. Yeah. So, <laughs> what was it specifically that you liked it liked about it? Uh, well, I just. I mean, it's pretty cool in jiu-jitsu that you, you get to kind of go pretty hard um, without necessarily having to be so, like, mean about it. I mean, in the beginning, you're just getting beat up anyway. So, But it was just nice. It was just nice to be able to really, like, be physical in that way. And it just really also, like, it obviously was a, you know, a martial art that actually really works. Like, you go there and kind of immediately they make you spar with someone and that person is just kicking the shit out of you, even though they're maybe like smaller or whatever. And that's, I don't know. It was just, there's just a cool intro to something that just feels like very direct and very kind of real, you know? And also I think like <laughs> to, to sort of, um, to connect it with art again, like, or already, I think 
you know, in art, everything is just like gray scale, right? Like everything is like unclear. Like, is that person a good artist? Is that guy a good artist? Or like, and jujitsu is just pretty straightforward. Like, is that guy better than you? Well, yeah, because he just beat you up, you know? So, um, <laughs> yeah, so I kind of like that. It's very like direct. And then also because you have to concentrate and it's exhausting, especially in the beginning, you can't really think about any of the other shit that's like stressing you, you know? <laughs> Did, did you um kind of coming from wanting to be uh like wanting to just focus on striking and you do striking and stuff now um you do a lot of it actually but um like when you first started to get into jujitsu where you're like you're like fuck shit like i just want to be a striker after your first day of class or is it just like well before, no i got fucked up i want to i want to go back tomorrow kind of thing yeah I, it was like that after before i was kind of like mm, you know like whatever i'm just gonna do this so because he's just like asking me so much to come with him uh, so but but after i was like oh wow yeah like this real you know <laughs> so that, it was just like really after the first class i was like this is awesome <laughs> plus i was like oh wow i'm in horrible shape <laughs> which was uh, i was surprised by how bad my shape was so <laughs> do you do you remember the first day like and the people you rolled with or the people you trained with or like the first time you sparred kind of hard do you remember any of those experiences specifically or things that kind of bothered you or yeah. kind of got you kind of got you excited at the same time i mean i was i think it was just mainly exciting i was just i mean you know it was a cool challenge because i was like wow I, you know i'm just like people can just like manhandle me at will here <laughs> that's you know that sucks but i want to like get past that you know um, <laughs> it was yeah it was it was cool i was just getting beat up and there's this one guy there who he was um he was a good jiu-jitsu guy like a brown belt but he was a really good judo guy and he would just throw me around like a rag doll <laughs> <You know? laughs> um yeah no i don't know i really liked it from the beginning and then you know also when i started to train with paul you know paul's approach is so analytical and it's so it was also a cool kind of introduction to how deep jujitsu can be and how much of a, you know, just how much of a system there is to break down and how, how far you can go with that. So I thought that was also really intriguing. Oh, on, on talking with Paul, uh, Paul Schreiner at Marcelo Garcia's in New York, did like after you started to, Paul's an amazing, uh, amazing instructor in front of, both of ours. Do you think that, um, you started to see not even so much similarities to art, but because they're probably very different, um, but just conceptually how you could kind of connect some of those things, or did you just always see them as two separate complete things? No, I mean, I think they're, I mean, they're connected in some ways. I think they're connected also in that there's some sort of version of life in a way or some way to kind of get to grips with what your life is and I think also like through Paul it's interesting to see because Paul's a really smart guy so it was cool to see that like well you know jujitsu is also like I, you know like like many other elements of culture jujitsu is something that a smart person can dedicate themselves to and kind of not run out of ideas in you know it's a space where you can really apply your brain and i thought like yeah i mean lots of jujitsu people make that clear in different ways but um i thought with paul that was also like it's, it's pretty obvious with him that he's a smart guy who could do anything else also you know 
What, what, what were some of the biggest things for you when you, when you started that you had challenges with um, just conceptually or even just trying to get past uh, emotionally on what, when you were, when you started training? Um, I'm not sure. I totally remember. I mean, you know, some of it is just, of course, like getting past this idea of how you use your strength, you know, that there are these like basic concepts in jujitsu that once you follow them, they make so much sense and they make everything so much easier, right? Um, like in the beginning, you're just like going so hard and it's not really like, you just feel like you're getting tricked all the time, you know? Someone else is <laughs> getting tricked up for you, just running down the wrong alleyway, you know? Um, well, on the, on, the, on, the same side of, on the same side of trickery and you're saying you're going hard all the time. I mean, I think, I think me and you were training, like, I don't know, it was like a couple of years ago or something on Guam. And I think we were just, it was hot as shit. And, you know, I think we were just going and you, you kept on going for a technique and it was really good. Like you were really close to it. And I was like, I was like, I was like, oh, I got it. Like, I was like, that was pretty good, man. You were like right there. You almost got it. He's like, yeah, yeah. I learned that from Paul. I'm like, I'm going to message him and tell him that like, it didn't work. I was like, no, you're actually really, really close to it. Well, it didn't but, work um, against you. I think that would, he would accept that. That would be fair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> totally, totally. For sure, for sure. Like, you, you pulled it up probably a million times on everybody else. But we were, we were kind of just like teasing, like, oh, like, you know, we got to call Paul now and tell him, like, you know, <laughs> it, it didn't work on you specifically. He's like, okay, we'll do this next time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, that's also <laughs> a really cool aspect of jujitsu, right? Is that sort of, you have these problems that you're faced with and then you apply what you know to that problem. And then when it doesn't work, you have to go back to the drawing board and figure out, well, why didn't that work? You know, it's just a kind of perfect problem solving exercise, which I think is, has, uh, you know, is, is useful for, for thinking about other areas of your life as well. Right. Like it doesn't <laughs> work to just like press on and on and on against, you know, an immovable object, basically. You have to like think about how you can get around it and how you solve this problem that's frustrating you. You you normally are you normally go um, a little bit um, more. You're a little bit more aggressive when you do roll guard art. Do you do you attribute that the same styles when you do actually do art as well, um, or are you completely opposite when it comes to that? I think I'm. I don't know. I think I'm pretty different. <laughs> Granted, my art in a way, uh, and maybe my personality too. I'm, I'm a pretty like mellow, easygoing personality, and so I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think my yeah, my jujitsu style is very kind of like submission focused, and I like top position and stuff like that. But uh, um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's my my vent because like in my personal life, I'm pretty easy and mellow <laughs> <laughs> no totally that that's that's what people don't understand it's like you're like the people, like you're opposite as far as like you, you know if you saw you in, inside a restaurant or something it's like super <laughs> nice and calm and then like when you get to roar like you get to let all the demons out and i think it kind of goes back to the like that's one thing I love about it. Like you can train hard and let it out and it's okay you know so it's like um yeah, and, and, that, I mean, and that and that kind of like, and it's also like you can go hard, but you can go hard without, you know, injuring other people. So, you know, you can be there with your friends and you can really like go for it, but you can go for it in a way where the, the risk of injury is really low and you don't have to be like mean, you know? <laughs> no, I, I totally agree. And on that same, on the same topic, do you, 
talking about guys or types of people that, that you care or you don't care to roll with example, like the guy that goes super hard or the person that, you know, when you get them in a submission, they try and pretend like you didn't catch them and they want to teach you how to do it the right way. <laughs> yeah. So they want to be the teacher. <laughs> you know, that is or, pretty annoying when you tap someone out of the <laughs> you do the technique right. <laughs> yeah. Or the smelly gee guy, you know, or just like the ultra spaz, just like crazy, crazy, crazy guy. Yeah. What are, I mean, what, are what are what are the types that you don't you you really you don't care to roll with? You'll roll with them because you have to roll with them. But if you had a choice, you're like, yeah. I, I would try and pass on this one or two guys. <laughs> yeah. Who are those two guys? <laughs> I mean, you know, I, I like rolling. I don't have a problem being submitted, and I there's tons of people who are better than me, and I don't mind rolling with someone who's really strong and will submit me a lot. I just I want to roll with someone who knows what they're doing. So like when we were in Guam was awesome. Like, you know, everyone was basically better than me. And it, that was just a super cool and exhausting situation, but also everyone knew what they were doing. So, you know, I'm, I'm just, I'm a dad in my mid forties. So I, I don't really want to have my knee blown out every month or something, you know? So I don't, <laughs> I don't love sparring with the guy who kind of just came to try jujitsu, but it's like a super strong physical specimen, you know, <laughs> that's not my favorite. <laughs> All right. Why don't you just let you, it's, it's going to be his first day of class. And, yeah, you know, exactly. he's a, a 21 year old athlete specimen, you know, might be like a five-year wrestler, you know, and it's his first <laughs> yeah, day of jujitsu. Exactly. I know, I, I, I know you're, like really you know, I know you're a high, away, right? <laughs> Like we had one dude, I was rolling with one dude in Tokyo one time, like a couple years ago. And, and like, I got him in a triangle and he was like a pretty big dude. And he just like stood up as high as he could go and just slammed me so hard to the ground. I was just like, boom, and oh, everyone shit. got quiet. <laughs> and then I was like, fuck. And then I told Paul about it later. Like, oh my God, like this dude, he just slammed me so hard. Paul was like, well, that's your fault then. Why did you let him stand? <laughs> <laughs> That is amazing. How did you hey, how did you feel after you got fucking power slammed after, uh, when you did when a white power slammed you? I was like a little bit like angry, but but he was also really surprised himself because I guess he didn't really like totally know what he was doing or whatever. So it was just kind of like an instinct to do that. So once he kind of heard the sound, he was like, oh shit, you know? So so then I was like, whatever. I mean, you know, not a big deal. But but just like, yeah. Those guys who get who are strong and get carried away but don't really know what they're doing are not my favorite sparring partners. <laughs> no, that's 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 such a classic thing. And like years, how, how hard do you think? Because I talk, I think I talked with Camarillo and some other people on the same thing. Like, how hard do you think that is, right? Because like, let's say you're an upper belt, like yourself, and you know you're forty or thirty or you know, you've been doing it a little bit um, and you're supposed to hold a line, you know, in, in on the mat, but you know, you get a new guy in there and he's just a specimen. Like he, he, he it could be his first day, but he could probably give someone that's been doing it for three years or five years, you know, uh, he's going to give them a little bit of a hard time. Like how, how don't you think it's pretty funny that like, you know, like even though you say, okay, well let me just let this brand new white belt guy kind of like move and like, 
he's actually going to be trying to fuck me up a little bit. You know, <laughs> there, there's a, there's a fine line between saying, okay, enough's enough. I'm going to fuck you up. Yeah. And, and, and like, okay, Hey, we'll make it, I'll make it hard for you. Um, but don't, don't push the limits. Cause if you push the limits, I'm going to have to teach you. A yeah, lesson. I definitely feel that like, so, so I don't love sparring with those guys, but when they're there, I also don't want to not spar with them. You know, like I don't want to like look at the ground when they're looking at me either. So I'll spar <laughs> with them. The and then when you spar with them, yeah, you don't want them to like submit you or something if it's their like third week at jujitsu. So I definitely, yeah, I definitely feel that that's, you, you do have to hold the line a little bit, right? <laughs> What do, what do you think? What do you think that is, though? What do you think? Because because that's I think that's super fascinating and interesting because like what you know, let's call it ego. Let's call it let's call it, you know, whole, you know, so making sure you're protecting the house and saying like yeah. this new guy is not like running through you when you've been training for X amount of time. And he's just like a gifted athlete. You just can't catch him. He's just it's really hard for a lot of people to catch him. What do you yeah. think? What do you think it is that like? That, that that's that little thing where it's just like really hard for anybody experienced to let go. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a little bit because jujitsu works, right? So you should actually be able to not let that guy get you. I mean, unless it's someone really ex like we, <laughs> we had one guy come train with us in Tokyo who used to be on the all blacks and he had done jujitsu literally for like a month. And he was just basically walking through everyone. Like, you know, like, the instructor black belts were able to like not get submitted by him, but not really submit him because he was just so strong. And I guess those guys do a little bit kind of like grappling ish stuff in their training. And that's anyway. the, is that the New Zealand soccer team? Yeah. Or I can't remember yeah, the, like rugby, the New Zealand rugby, which is, you know, like being on all blacks in New Zealand is like being, you know, on the national soccer team in Brazil. Like that's the sport. Super right? high level, right? Yeah. Super high level. Yeah. <laughs> and he was just so strong, dude. Like, oh, was, oh my. I mean, he was, he was also not a spaz though, but you know, that, I think that's like the one time I've seen someone basically just walk into the dojo and like not really get submitted. <laughs> <laughs> and like, like you're saying, and I think, th I think that's where it comes more so than anything. Right. And I, and I agree with you there. I think it's like, okay, jujitsu is supposed to work and either, <laughs> either I suck or I'm not doing something right. Yeah. Or, or something wrong. Cause this guy shouldn't be running through all these guys. I, so one of us needs to be able to like put this guy in his place. Cause something's wrong. Yeah. And you don't want someone also, you don't want someone after go like, yeah, I dropped by like to try jujitsu and I just fucked all these guys <laughs> up, you know, like, no, <laughs> no, you're told, you're told, totally right. And I, and I think that's where, I think that's where maybe the stress and the pain comes from it too. Right. Like the friction yeah. per se, yeah. where it's like the guy's doing kind of good. And then the other guy's like, hell no, jujitsu is going to work now. And like, <laughs> yeah. Both people are kind of getting their way yeah. a little bit. Yeah. It's like, then it just turns into this friction and then one side has to break, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the good part is that Judaism does, again, really kind of work. So most of the time, it's not really possible to, to just drop by. <laughs> so, and I think uh, to kind of, to, to shift, to shift a little bit, you have, you're, you have your boy and you have, um, Ellis and he's like um he he trains a bunch on on your side is he is he tougher than you were at, at his age or, or are you tougher than your boy yeah I mean he's actually it's funny with him because he's like a very sweet boy so he's not a very like I mean he he'll be a little bit aggressive like with me but he's in general like pretty 
pretty like mild mannered, which is one of the reasons I wanted him to to start earlier to do like martial arts stuff, right? So I, he's doing wrestling now, which is, and then he does like jujitsu a little bit with me, uh, and then I just for me it was actually more like yeah, he's he's like he does good stuff like i like his his double leg is basically better than mine <laughs> but but he's just like not a very aggressive guy i think so then it, it's good for him to kind of explore that through uh, training in like a regulated environment because all guys have aggression and i think it's it's important to have a real relationship to it what what are, what are some of, what are some of the things that you hope he can pick up from it and kind of use later on that that you that you hope that some of this stuff passes on to him i mean i think there's a lot to learn like for kids and adults they're like you know first of all just like to have a kind of confidence around other people you you know i tell him that too it's like look like so you have to know that when you're around other people in a different you know just like in your life it's good to know that you can kind of handle it if it were to get physical with them. I think that's a great feeling. It's a great feeling to be out and be like, well, I'm not really physically intimidated by anyone. Um, so I think that's, for starters, that's really good. But I think also, you know, learning discipline, learning, you know, how to push through something that seems difficult or, you know, I think there's a lot of good life lessons to be picked up from from martial arts you know you've been doing art for quite some time has has your relationship you know in general just changed from being a dad and you know training jujitsu and doing martial arts more has has any of that stuff kind of and somewhat just like um brought like a different light to you as an as an artist and just the way you think uh or has it kind of been a little a little different you kind of keep it separate um Yes, I know. I mean, I, it's hard to pinpoint like exactly where the changes would be, but I do think there, I mean, it's definitely influenced me. It's a, you know, those are very big parts of my life now, my training and my, and being a dad, um, and arguably as important to me <laughs> as my art in some way, like they, they come together to form like a real life for me. So, so I think that, yeah, it's definitely, I think it's made maybe my perspective be a little bit longer and wider in a way like I'm, I'm not a very patient person I think that's one of the one of my main um, problems is that I'm impatient and I think that it's both jujitsu and being a dad has made me more patient being a dad does teach you patience right <laughs> <laughs> that's for sure maybe bad pl- 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 plus a little bit more and maybe drink a few more beers you know, <laughs> yeah, so, exactly. um, <laughs> yeah. but on uh, on just to kind of shift a little bit and kind of getting uh, uh, getting closer to to the end garter on on the on the art side, you know, like you know your art your art in general has been very like it just feels like it's very it's very close to the time that we're kind of in right now. You know, authority, freedom, everything else. Um, how, what, what, what's your take on what's your take on just like the state of where we're at, especially in the, the United States more so than anything else. And then maybe on some worldviews, but like a lot of the stuff I've seen that you've done over time, like it just feel it feels so, it feels so fitting, you know, like, and some people know your art, some people don't know the inspirations behind your art, but what's your take on that? 
in general. Yeah, I mean, what a time to be alive, right? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I say to people these days, like, unfortunately, my art has become much more relevant than it used to be because, you know, I've worked <laughs> with these issues for 20 years now, but, you know, the way that violence underpins this kind of advanced society we live in and how repression works and how you kind of carve out your sort of individual freedom in opposition to the state and things like that. So, so all these things that I work with are so much more pressing on an everyday level now. Um, so yeah, I mean, who knows where, the, where this is ending up. Um, <laughs> next thing, next thing, you know, you're going to be doing, um, you're going to be doing, a you know, um, a 50 foot installation in the middle of New York city, just because they're like, Hey, that yeah. no, <laughs> what, what Gardner did 30 years ago is exactly what's kind of like happening right now. And it's super relevant. Yeah. yeah. You know, I did a show, I did a show that opened in LA, like, you know, we saw each other then, right? Like that was a week yes. before Donald Trump was elected. Uh, and that show was called shit hits the fan. And there was a wall painting there that said it was the acronym Tio Twaki which is the end of the world as we know it. <laughs> and I guess that's, um, that became closer to reality than one could have hoped. <laughs> I think you're, uh, if you're, uh, if you're, if your art planning is any, 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 what like uh, jujitsu, I think you're going to be up for uh, a black belt sooner than later because um, yeah, <laughs> you're definitely seeing the future. You know, so. <laughs> Awesome, man. Well, Garter, man, I, I, we, I didn't want to take up too much of your time, man. I wanted to just kind of get on here and talk jujitsu in general with you, yeah, keep it short, and then um, and, and just kind of like catch up with you, man. And I, I, I deeply appreciate you you jumping on and talking with us, man. It's an honor to have you on. All right, brother. Well, thank you so much for your time, Garter, and you have an amazing day, man. Great. Thanks, Derek. You too. Have a good night. Have a talk soon. Please like, subscribe, and share. Catch you guys next one. Please.